Welcome to the Ashram Podcast, made possible by the American Society for Healthcare Risk Management to support efforts to advance safe and trusted healthcare through enterprise risk management. You can visit ashram, that's A-S-H-R-M dot org slash membership to learn more and to become an Ashram member. I'm Bill Klaproth. In this podcast, we're going to talk about boards, how to educate a board on ERM, how they should engage in the ERM process, and what can a board do to promote a risk-aware culture as we talk about the essential support of governance and culture in enterprise risk management. With me is Sheila Hegg-Rickert. She has held positions as the Senior Corporate Risk Management Executive for both for-profit and not-for-profit acute care and long-term care health systems as an academic medicine enterprise risk management executive, insurance broker, and risk management consultant. And Faye Shepard, Risk Management and Patient Safety Services for Patient Safety Resources. She is also the Vice Chairman of the Board of Trustees for Quero Regional Hospital. Sheila and Faye, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. So let's jump into this. Faye, let me start with you. What are some educational resources that can be utilized to educate the board on ERM? Well, Ashram really has quite a few resources that can be utilized. There is a specific white paper that addresses ERM with boards, and in fact, it's called Implementing ERM for Boards and Trustees, Leveraging the Value. And that's a brief paper that can actually be downloaded from the Ashram website. And I always tell people, go to Ashram ERM Resources, just Google it, and there will be several things that come up. But I would say that's the top thing for boards of trustees just to introduce them to ERM. And one of the things that I do is I encourage that that paper be distributed annually to remind the board about the importance of ERM and why we do some of the things that we do. There's also other items out on the ASHRAM website. There is a readiness assessment and there's a quick reference tool that includes the ASHRAM framework and the domains. So those are out there. And of course, ASHRAM's playbook on ERM, which is probably more than what you would want to share with your board in total, but you might be able to take a few things out of that playbook that would be helpful to the board. And I would think that would give them a really good foundation for participating in ERM discussions. Faye, this sounds similar to what someone would go through On an onboarding process, is that fair to say? Oh, I think so. And boards, you have to work with them. Some board members function at different levels. So you have some board members who may have enterprise risk management experience in their day-to-day jobs. You know, they may have been in finance. That's a very common enterprise risk management environment. So they may work for a bank and they know enterprise risk management backward and forward. Then you may have somebody else who has never even been exposed to it. So everybody needs to have a foundation so they can contribute appropriately and really make an impact to the organization. So Sheila, it sounds like the next step then would be to have the board members engage in the ERM process. How should they do that? Well, I think engaging board members in the process would definitely be the next step. When you're starting an ERM program, it's really important to have support from the top, both so that they can understand the concept of enterprise risk management and utilize it as they go through the strategic planning process for the organization, 
but also so that they can provide the resources and support that the risk manager or whatever other executive from the organization is responsible for leading ERM. They need to provide whatever resources that individual needs in order to make the program come alive and be organized correctly. Right. And then, Faye, what types of risks might a board encounter as they make strategic business decisions using ERM? kinds of things that boards need to be looking at. And, you know, one of the things that we do with enterprise risk management is look at a SWOT analysis. And I think it's very helpful for a board in the strategic planning process to actually do that. And boards need to look at threats to their organization, which might be mergers or acquisitions of competitors and other individuals in the healthcare arena in the area in which they're trying to do their business. And then we also need to look at opportunities perhaps to expand or to reach out or to do more as a healthcare organization. So there may be growth opportunities. And sometimes we think about risk as being just negative things, but there can be risks that come from our failure to take advantage of opportunities and things that might be available to us. So being aware and knowing what we need to do from a business perspective is so important. So doing that SWOT analysis, looking at our strengths, what can we do well, what are our weaknesses, and perhaps trying to improve from that or staying in a different area or a different direction because we're not as strong as we might like to be there. And then, again, looking at those threats, trying to deal with those, and then the opportunities, and that's all part of the SWOT analysis, and that would help us identify those risks that we need to address as a board, and everybody should be on the same page with senior management, the board, and I would suggest as well that the physician should be part of that total picture for the organization from the board perspective. Yeah, using a SWOT analysis, that seems to make sense. It sounds like you would encourage all boards participating in ERM to do that. Is that right? Absolutely. I think every strategic planning process should include a SWOT analysis because we need to consciously look at those things that are contained in a SWOT analysis. What are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? What opportunities we have and what threats do we need to address? So all of that's very important and should be part of the strategic planning process. And as I said, the strategic planning process should include not only the board, but senior leadership, and I would suggest physicians as well. So everybody needs to be on the same page. We need to break down those silos, and everybody needs to be working together to get the optimal benefits from enterprise risk management. Yeah, and then, Sheila, so what can a board do then to promote a risk-aware culture? As many organizations take their cues from the board, how can they do that? How can they promote that risk-aware culture? Taking cues from the board, as you just mentioned, is probably key because they lead by example. If the board uses an ERM strategy in their decision-making, that shows to the senior leadership team that ERM is important. And that will filter down to the department managers and other decision makers in the organization. In a nutshell, what ER really entails is when you start looking at your strategic objectives, your plans for the future, where the organization is going to be going, you do it with your eyes wide open. So rather than just talking about all the wonderful return on investment and service to the community and growth potential in the things that you want to pursue, you also look at what are the downsides? What are the things that we might have to deal with because we aren't that strong in a certain area? Or maybe we don't have quite enough staff or our financial resources make this a little precarious for us. 
it's not that you don't go ahead and do things because we obviously all have to go pursue new ventures and grow in order to stay in business. But that when you do so, you do it with an assessment of risks as part of that analysis so that when things happen that maybe you wouldn't want to happen, maybe your unfortunate events or things just don't pan out quite like you expected or hoped, you are at least aware that that was a possibility and you have a contingency plan for that. And if you start operating as a board in that manner, other people in your organization see that as an expectation for how your organization works and it carries on and through other areas of the organization. Sheila, in your career, you've seen and probably worked with a lot of boards. Do you think boards generally get that or understand that? I think it depends. Most boards have at least one or two individuals who get it. Sometimes they come from different business perspectives. If you're fortunate enough to have someone, particularly from the financial services industry, a banker or a stockbroker or someone else who's been in financial services in some way, they've been doing ERM for a long time. That's really where the concept really took flight and grew. So those folks are often the prime movers in the organization trying to get everybody else on board with ERM. And they can have a tremendous influence on your other board members who might not be quite so sophisticated in the ERM space. Because when they start talking the talk and bringing that ERM perspective to the board's decision making, the other people tend to get it. They might not understand the concepts at first. It sounds a little vague sometimes when people start trying to learn the new lingo that goes with ERM. But when they start seeing some of the board members putting into practice, it becomes just part of how the board operates. That's really what you're going for. Yeah, I could see that would be the end result that you're certainly uh, striving to achieve. Well, this has been a great discussion. I want to thank you both. And one last question for each of you. Same question to both. Faye, let me start with you. Is there anything else you want to add about this when we're talking about boards and ERM? Any final thoughts? One thing I might suggest is that the board needs to consciously establish the risk appetite for the organization. How much risk do we really want to take? And that needs to be developed with senior leadership and then communicate it to the whole organization. How much risk do we really want to take on? I would suggest we also want to look at our risk tolerance. How much risk can we accept in setting our goals and objectives and putting our strategic plan together? So a risk appetite and a risk tolerance is also very important as we look at our strategic plan. And I would suggest also as we do our budgeting each year, what are our risk priorities and what kind of things do we need to keep in mind as we look at risk throughout our organization. Yeah, so what is our risk appetite? What is our risk tolerance? And then uh, absolutely have to look at those things uh, as well. And then, Sheila, let me uh, wrap up with you. Same thing. Anything else you want to add as we talk about the essential support of governance and culture and ERM? Well, just coming off the phase answer to the question, I think the risk appetite and tolerance are so important because often when boards are making decisions about strategy or business objectives, they tend to look at things in silos. You look at one project, you look at the pros and cons, you may look at the, the risks of that project, then you go on to the next project. And they fail to take sort of a portfolio of risk because risk is really additive. You may take on risk in one area, but then you have to add that to the risk you're taking on in the second area, in the third area, in the fourth area. And you can't look at everything as like separate towers. 
And I think by establishing a risk appetite as a conscious effort, as a specific statement of risk appetite, you're able to kind of capture that cumulative feeling about risk. So you really look at risk holistically for the whole organization and all of your projects and endeavors, not just single item lines on your budget or on your strategic plan. So you're saying it's all interconnected then, woven together, basically. Very much so. I think that holistic view, a portfolio view of risk, as it's called, is a very key element of ERM for board members to consider. Absolutely. Well, Sheila and Faye, this has been a great discussion, very interesting and informative. I want to thank you both for your time. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. And once again, that's Sheila Haig-Rickert and Faye Shepard. And the next offerings for Ashram's ERM certificate program will be July 13th and 14th at the Ashram Express and September 9th and 10th at the Ashram Pre-Conference Program. To learn more, please visit Ashram, that's A-S-H-R-M, ashram.org slash education slash ERM certificate. The Ashram Podcast was made possible by the American Society for Healthcare Risk Management to support efforts to advance safe and trusted healthcare through enterprise risk management. You can visit ashram.org slash membership to learn more and to become an Ashram member. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.